Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And ebaymotors.com has all the ingredients you need. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all at the right prices. Now that's tasty. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Hola, mi gente. What's good? What's poppin'? It's your girl, Amara La Negra. You may know me from the reality show, Love & Hip Hop Miami. Los quiero invitar to listen to my weekly podcast, Exactly Amara, where I'll be talking about todo lo bueno and none of the BS. Let me excite your mind with topics like dating, sex, relationships. Así que listen to Exactly Amara every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day with 5G. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through, and now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? 
Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Well, week 14 started off as a bit of a dud, but it sure didn't finish that way. Hopefully that's a sign of things to come. Our final week of buys in the NFL season. Eagles, Colts, Patriots, Dolphins not playing after this week. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. And Mike, what started out as a Vikings domination and an impressive show from Dalvin Cook, turned into an interesting affair at U.S. Bank Stadium with the Steelers trying to cash in on a late rally. Unfortunately for Steeler fans, they fall eight points short on Thursday night. Vikings, as crazy as it sounds, escape with a 36-28 victory. Well, and now they're uh, suddenly things got interesting in terms of the playoff picture. Hey, welcome back. All those near losses and finally able to eke one out. Very strange game, right? 23-nil. Uh, as it were, at the halftime. Uh, and you hear Mike Tomlin in his post-game comments, Dan, just saying, we got obliterated on both sides, uh, both offensive and defensive lines. Terrible play. Well, that's only part of the story because we know that it evolved. Like, the first half was just regrettable. And the only play of consequence, was, for the Steelers anyway, was the, the Claypool penalty when they had a drive going, which mm-hmm. would... Funnily enough, he'd be uh, central to the final minute. Uh, but look, Fryermuth had a finished with the two catches, 32 yards, uh, and a score. Should have had the second, except uh, some would argue he got alligator arms. Very well placed, tight, tight window in between three defenders, and well, he was going to get hit uh, in that final play. But talk about getting over with a big total. Ben Roethlisberger left for dead at halftime because of all the hits he took. Question of whether he should come out of the game. He goes over 300 yards with three touchdowns. Uh, Clint Kubiak needs to be uh, asked about why he was throwing the ball in many certain situations. Uh, And Dalvin Cook, who was in an arm sling and supposedly not going to be available. Anybody that started Alexander Madison uh, pissed would be the kind way to say it. One target, zero catches, four or six carries, 27 yards. Meanwhile, Dalvin Cook runs wild like Hulkamania in the 80s and finishes with 205 and two. I mean, it was just absurd, Dan. A lot, a lot to unravel there. I actually, I didn't think Firemuth uh, alligator armed it. I thought Harrison Smith just made a great play. Ended up knocking the ball out in that last play. Steelers still would have needed to get a two-point conversion. But I know Friermuth fans who were sitting there saying, all right, come on, give me another touchdown. Give me another touchdown. But uh, you're going to have to settle for the one. And you mentioned Chase Claypool. There isn't a more frustrating player. <laughs> and I'm sure Steeler fans feel that way for, for what he does on the field. But honestly, Mike, also in fantasy, the guy has one touchdown on the season. Yeah. And when you look at, at at what Ben Roethlisberger did, and I am going to pat myself on the back. I told you in our last episode, 
if maybe you had Jalen Hurts on a bye this week or you were looking for something, hey, pick up Ben Roethlisberger. As you mentioned, 308, three touchdowns. I will uh, I will gladly take that because God knows I've had many wrong ones this season. But of those three touchdowns, Mike, none went to Claypool again. Mm-hmm. And Deontay Johnson, his favorite target last week against the Ravens, cashed in big. But he had James Washington, Fryer Muth, and the Najee Harris catching one out of the backfield. So even when Big Ben is on his game and Chase Claypool still can lead your team in receiving yards with his with his uh, big frame, he's still unable to get into the end zone and really give you that monster game that you kind of have been waiting for. Yeah, you've been getting that nice base of receptions and yardage so if you're getting yeah. the ppr then then you're you're walking away going all right at least he's coming in as what a mid number two or better in that regard but yeah just frustrating and if you're a Steeler fan or mike tomlin or us on air jason smith and i watching it incredulously going why is he doing a first down marker why is he doing the whole histrionics as the clock runs inside the final minute, costing them upwards of 10 seconds, Dan, uh, in terms of getting that ball spotted and clocked and whatever else might have been a different a different ending, or at least, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins would have had to sweat even harder uh, down the stretch. But, look, it, for Claypool, uh, frustrations going back to the practice notes and everything he was given Tomlin. So I'll be curious to see if there's any ramifications for that because obviously, you know, we got star player rules uh, as it go. Osborne, on the other hand, you know, for the Vikings, had that 62-yard uh, touchdown reception. Jefferson left some on the carpet, right? He could have had a much bigger day than his 7 for 79 and a score. And other than that, pretty uh, nondescript Cousins 216, 2 and 2. Not world beating, but uh, serviceable, I guess, in this, the last of the bye weeks. I uh, jokingly put on Twitter that I thought it was genius of Chase Claypool to not want to leave any time for Kirk Cousins on the clock. That's good. And use the guy tapping the old temple uh, gif or gif, <laughs> as my wife told me it's now, but I'm going to still call it gif. Gif is a peanut butter. Correct. Uh, David, who doesn't even know that he's going to be mentioned in this podcast, tweeted at me, please shut up. So it was just a joke. It was just a joke. I thought it was pretty funny. Just a joke. Yeah, that's all it was. Just having some fun. Uh, Vikings get a win. Steelers get a loss. Steelers have an interesting road to hoe. They've got Tennessee next week. And then you finish the year with the Chiefs, Browns, and a return matchup with the Ravens in Baltimore in the last week. So it should be a very, very interesting road for Pittsburgh the rest of the way. And as he said, Minnesota's sitting there now in the thick of things in the uh, uh, wild card race. And uh, uh, that NFC is just a big old logjam. Well, just think of uh, their near misses throughout the season. The Justin Tucker field goal uh, stands as the probably the height of what the hell else can happen to us uh, for a football team. But here you are back at six and seven. Steelers fall to six, six and one. And uh, again, you know, go to see the wizard to get some heart and find out why you guys didn't play for 30 minutes. As much as I want to go after Claypool for that final minute. uh, I don't even know what to call it. Um, Showboating uh, and just. Out, outright, uh, I'll call it what it is. It was stupid. It was stupid. <laughs> and, and 
Well, because the ball then gets kicked around before it gets reset. Just bad. Uh, It's like you no-showed for a half hour, and everybody was going, oh, what an emotional game and blah, blah, blah against Baltimore. It's like, okay, I get it. You're still sore probably if you're Ben Roethlisberger with the myriad injuries or whatever, you know, and and aches and pains. Everybody's got them in week 14. You're still under the lights, and you have to go play a football game. Yeah. I don't. I don't see how it takes you half uh, half of a game and, and a fifteen minute locker room break to suddenly decide you want to play football. Yeah. Well, twenty nine nothing at some point. <laughs> hey, maybe we should start. Yeah, let's do this. It's in the third quarter. Here's a here's a crazy other stat. We'll move off uh, Steelers Vikings, but I the NFL schedule can drive me batty. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the crazy stats that that I, I tell, and and I believe it's just twice, but in Walter Payton's entire career as a Chicago Bear, he only played the New York Giants twice, in 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 the regular season, and when you think about that, it just tells you like how weird the NFL schedules you know once were. But I looked up the Ben Roethlisberger's history against the Vikings. This ended up being the fifth time he's played Minnesota in his career, and. There was one game in the Metrodome. Then, you know, you'd have the Pittsburgh game. And then the next year they played in London. And then there was a Pittsburgh game again. And so now there was the uh, the U.S. Bank Stadium. So in the three times he's played Minnesota in his career, he's played them in uh, in different stadiums. So That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And I, and I suppose that there could be other quarterbacks that maybe played the Vikings at uh, the home of the Gophers, you know, while the new stadium was being built. But I was just like, you know, I don't remember many Steelers at Vikings games over the last, you know, 10 or 15 years. And uh, that would be a reason why, because they played in London eight years ago. See, there you know. go. I was more incredulous that, you know, or, or actually celebrating the fact that we hit a point when it was 29 nothing that we started getting the Bud Grant video packages and stuff in the fox delegates <laughs> get, get the filler in by the way you mentioned justin tucker i know the ravens ended up beating your bears by three but it wasn't because of a tucker field goal but if you think of what like tucker has done to the nfc north this year with the 66 yarder against detroit had the 36 yarder in overtime against minnesota they got a date with green bay coming up maybe uh, justin tucker and the ravens can ruin uh, green bay's uh <laughs> day cuz they've seemed to have done it in the nfc north so far but uh all right again Steelers, Vikings, a dandy, but we now look ahead to the rest of week 14. And Mike, before we get into your rankings and get into your hot plays, we do have to bring in our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, who wants to get everybody set for the latter part of the season. We know how great Bursch is with streaming is streaming defenses. And by great, I mean absolutely average and at times way below average. However, Ryan Bershinger has done some research to tell you what defenses you may need to stream as we get into playoff time in the world of fantasy football. What are we looking at, Bursch, defense-wise? Who are people going to want to go if they want to lock in their defense for the rest of the year? That's right, Dan. When you're streaming defenses like I do, the one caveat to that is you can't stream defenses during the playoffs. You have to start streaming them prior to the playoffs happening. So around now, around last week, is the time where you start to look at those playoff schedules. So that way, maybe you could stash a defense on your bench for a, an advantageous Week 16 matchup or something like that. 
looking at this week specifically, uh, if you're if you're looking to stream just for this week, the Saints are playing the Jets, the Broncos yep. are playing the Lions, <laughs> uh, and I like the Panthers uh, against the Falcons. But the other two defenses that I'm playing this week, I have the, Fal- the, the Panthers in one of my leagues. The other two that I'm playing are the 49ers and the Cowboys. Now, the 49ers I grabbed, even though they're playing the Bengals this week, it doesn't matter. I've locked up a playoff spot in that league. The Niners defense in the postseason is the Falcons, Titans, and Texans. I'm looking mm. at, I've got the Cowboys, and quite frankly, that entire NFC East is, is a great possibility for fantasy defenses in the postseason because the Cowboys during the postseason, they've got the Giants, Washington, and then Arizona. I would probably look elsewhere for week 17, but I would start to look there after week 15. Uh, the Eagles are playing Washington, then the Giants, then Washington again. And they're probably available in your league because they're on by this week. And then the Giants themselves, yeah, the Eagles, Bears, and Washington. Uh, not crazy about the Giants facing the Eagles, but the the Bears and Washington does not scare me. Obviously, that's why I'm leaving, leaning heavily on these teams. However, I'm not playing the Washington defense during the postseason. Uh, other teams that have nice schedules, the Chargers, they're facing the Texans, Broncos, and Raiders. Uh, they've they've also got the Giants this week. So if you're looking for a, a good play this week, the Chargers offer you some good stuff there. And yes, despite their negative six on me last week. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars do have the Texans, Jets, no and way, Patriots. Man. Ain't doing it. Ain't doing it. <laughs> Obviously, I wouldn't do it against the Patriots, but Texans and Jets in weeks 15 and 16. <laughs> there's a lot of possibility there. You, you, you know, wanna, all you, you want to do is just, you, that's the guy that's swinging into the room at the holiday party going, I beat you with the bleeping Jaguars. <laughs> that's all you're trying to do. This would, this would, this would turn into... Remember that year you started Jaguars defense against me in the uh, semifinals and they gave you negative 12? Like, that's what it would turn into. There is no way I would ever, I would ever tempt fate. I would just take one of the, one of the couple that you named and maybe ride it out, but there is no way I am going in with Jacksonville defense unless it's what, 2017? Like, it is not happening. There is, there is absolutely no way. I understand. I am merely pointing out that the schedule offers great promise there. My, my. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My choices are, as I mentioned, I've got the 49ers in one league and the Cowboys in another. I like those two a lot. And the Chargers, I, I like a lot going into right. the postseason. But there those we go. are your Thank top, you. top three. Cowboys should be getting uh, much more healthy already. Gregory coming back. And obviously, Demarcus Lawrence came back last week. Uh, there, there it is. Bursch's defense is hopefully he can lead you to the fantasy promised land. The uh, The – there's just no way, Mike. No way I'm going to do Jaguars. Can't do it. <laughs> There's all can't sorts of problems. I mean, I can't even play a Jaguar offensive player at this point. No. We did a deep can't. dive into the why isn't Trevor Lawrence getting any attention for sucking <laughs> this week? <laughs> well, then, and then there's the whole James Robinson oh, it's situation yep. of, of why he isn't playing. And he was dinged up, but. He got benched for fumbling, but like Carlos Hyde doesn't. Oh man, 
What? Well, you got Trevor Lawrence taking to the microphone and standing for his guy. Yeah. James Robinson, still a stand-up guy, showed up to you know a weekly thing he does and had to be asked about it by the, the hosts. Just like, well, well, at least people still care about Jaguars football. You can at least uh, you can at least say that. Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express. With Amex Platinum, once-in-a-lifetime perks happen all the time. The high-end airport lounges that make layovers enjoyable. The dining perks that open doors to new restaurants. The 1,200 fine hotels and resorts properties with elevated benefits, like late checkout. Because vacations should never end early. With the Platinum Card, experience once in a lifetime, all the time. Just some of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum. Terms apply. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through. And now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires. Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express. You're in the mood for something delicious. Spicy. Savory. Sweet. The craving is real, but what is it? Amex is here to help you find out. Now you can get a taste of something different. Reserve exclusive tables at some of the best places in town with Amex Platinum. Hundreds of sought-after restaurants. Thousands of new dishes. One of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum. Terms apply. All right. I don't think we're going to see any Jaguars in the uh, top fives of Mike's quarterback, running backs, or wide receivers uh, for this week in the National Football League. But you never, ever know. Mike Harmon, let's start out with the quarterback position, your top five QBs this week. I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, the Jaguars logo and color scheme, Dan. But beyond that, eh, not much. All right, let's start with Kyler Murray. Uh, Came back against the Bears. Look, they didn't even bother to come up and try to hit him when he started to run. It was like uh, parting the Red Seas. It was Charlton Heston going all the way back to the Ten Commandments. Uh, The Rams, you can run on them, too. Uh, And everybody's trying to say that they, they found themselves in that win against the Jaguars like it was some transcendental meditation. Uh, I say not so fast. Uh, they're still ready to come at you. So Murray uh, leads the list for me. Uh, Josh Allen going up against Tampa, running the football and uh, making plays. In that Lost in that win uh, by the Patriots, right, the running over of the Bills, uh, were a bunch of balls left on the carpet by Bills receivers mm-hmm. that would have given Josh Allen a fantastic day. In fact, I sent some stickum to Stephon Diggs for that very what? reason. And Mike, it's it's they had difficulty when they lost to the Colts in that crazy yeah. game where they had Run rain over a there. few weeks back. They couldn't hold on to the football either. Means we're going to see a lot of Leonard Fournette, but we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, then we've got Aaron Rodgers going up against the Bears. Remember, he is a uh, has a timeshare uh, in terms of ownership. I love that he said, "Hey, I'm not backing down." 
you know, when you smack talk, you know, you're pretty mm-hmm. confident. And, well, he's backed it up, and you got an opportunity here. Uh, Aaron Jones comes back, so you got Jones and Dylan in the backfield. Uh, look at the wide receiver. Even though they lose Randall Cobb, right, that was the guy he wanted. You're looking at Devontae Adams and, and the band of Merriman to make plays. And let's face it, defensively against Justin Fields, i got to imagine on Sunday night football you'll see a couple of short fields, uh, no pun intended, uh, for Aaron Rodgers. I wish it was intended. Well, I, I, you know, you, don't you have to say no pun intended? Is it because it's you, puns are your your business? I'm not going to encroach on on who you are, Dan. Uh, and then I got Russell Wilson in the top five for the first time in a long time, long long time against Houston. It helps. It helps to have the old Houston Texans in the old in the old rodeo with you. All of a sudden, you know, breath of uh, fresh air and and breathing life back into the beast after a win against the 49ers. Now you get the Texans. I mean, you you watch the effort or lack thereof in week 13. Can't imagine they're rallying around week 14. So let's let's fire them up. So Russell Wilson. Did I miss one? Murray Allen Rogers Wilson. Did I miss one? Oh, did I miss one? Oh, no, and then number five was uh, Lamar Jackson. I scratched okay, the guy out, re- recognizing the, the error of my ways. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Right. I thought I I'm was ex- drunk. No, it's, well, you know what? It's Thursday night, traditional bar night, uh, <laughs> certainly in the Midwest from which you and I uh, uh, emanate uh, before landing here in this crazy Los Angeles soup. Uh, Lamar Jackson going up against Cleveland. I'm looking for a reversal of fortunes from a couple of weeks ago. I have a long rant about the scheduling makers and, and how they uh, suck uh, for another time. But we get the return bout here uh, on the road at Cleveland, looking for Lamar to make some plays with his legs uh and for the passing game to be more efficient well and and i think what mike is getting at and we may not have all the time for mike to rant but the browns are basically playing back-to-back games against the ravens because they played the ravens in week 12 had a bye and now are playing the ravens right in week 14 well and then we we look at you know not to belabor the point but you know washington plays dallas this week then there's a game in between then they play them again and so, like, if you've suffered a bunch of injuries, you know, backloading with particularly the Cowboys and, and you look mm-hmm. at that the division by division where you've got, you know, the Cowboys finish for their final five games or against division opponents. If you come into those injuries, should, should that determine your season? Well, you know, hey, we, we did really well till week 12 and then we got a couple of guys hurt. Oh, now we have all our division games, so we can't win the division. Yeah. Just, just yeah, seems there's kind of suspect. No, I, I actually I agree with that, and this has happened at times as well in the past. I think maybe the Saints and Panthers maybe had some you know weird late matchups, and obviously the NFL, and I don't know why they do this, why they think that the end of the year needs to be all division matchups, and, and that's how they do it because a division title could be on the line and they can put it on Sunday night, and all right, okay, so be it. Maybe that's the easiest way for them to do it. But to your point, yeah, I, yeah, like – for example, like the, we mentioned that the Packers haven't played the Ravens yet. Well, the Packers haven't played the Browns yet either, and they're going to play them on on Sun uh, on Christmas night at, at Lambeau Field. Well, if you know, if I remember correctly, a lot of these AFC North and NFC North matchups happened earlier on in the season. Right. We just mentioned, you know, what happened with the with the Lions and Ravens and, and mentioned those matchups. Like so so to me to save some of them for later on in the year 
and keep some of them early isn't necessarily the fairest way to go. Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, Packers coming out of this bye, right? Bears on Sunday night football, and then at Baltimore, then Cleveland, and then finishing with Minnesota and at Detroit. Yeah. So it's just one of those. I I, I get it. I understand the – the appeal for those meaningful, you know, divisional matchups. I, I just wonder if the loading them, like that's three and five. You, you got a lot of schedule to, to work with, yeah. but so be it. Uh, there's a large algorithm that I know that goes through, and and part of it is we're still selling TV shows. It's true. That's <laughs> that is true. I mean, not to be glib, but in the end, that's all that matters. No, and and and, and I'm trying to remember the team, Mike. And I and I, as I'm and I'm sitting here trying to grab and, and quick go and look at at all of the schedules. And I thought it was maybe Arizona. And so I'm trying to get to the Cardinals' schedule. But when you saw when they ended up playing their uh, their like. Uh, you know, cross-conference opponents. You know, they had the Titans in week one, Jaguars in week three, they had the Browns in week seven, Texans, you know, the week after that. Um, so, yeah, so like a lot of it came early. They have, a, they have a matchup against the Colts coming up a little later on. can't remember who it was, but you had, you had like teams that are getting their whole division, you know, or their cross-conference matchups done earlier on in the season, and you know that wasn't the case maybe for the three other teams. And so if there is a season-ending injury or one where – just doesn't there, there may be no perfect way to, to do it but to your point I, I you shouldn't be playing the same team in consecutive games even if there's a buy in between yeah it's asinine but here we go Lamar let's fire him up and get after it all right those are your top five quarterbacks I rambled way too long let's get to no, the top good. five running backs in uh, week 14 Let's lock and load. We've got the uh, Austin Eckler as the last man standing with so many issues in the passing game, but as a runner receiver and the fact that he likes to carry three men with him uh, going up against the Giants. Let's look for a heavy workload. Uh, Antonio Gibson, remember him long ago? They said, ah, he's hurt. He might not be able to finish. And now he's become one of your most consistent backs in the Washington football team, playing some good football, inspired on the defensive side. Taylor Heineke, we'll get to him a little later on. Uh, number three, Leonard Fournette going against Buffalo. You alluded to it, right? We watched the, the Patriots and, and what they did to the Bills uh, and watched the Colts do the same thing. And looking behind that offensive line uh, for Tampa, that Leonard Fournette has himself a day as well. And if the Bills decide to overload, guess what? He'll slip out as a receiver and kill them there as well, becoming one of the top options for Tom Brady. Uh, Joe Mixon, because you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Go up against San Francisco. San Francisco's given up over a uh, well, they're one yard short of giving up a thousand on the year, but they've given up 12 rushing touchdowns to opposing running backs already. And then finally, even though the workload split comes back, Dan, I'm bullish. You were all over it last week. I'm saying let's just push it back and say, hey, Vic Fangio, give the kid the ball. Javante Williams going up against the Detroit Lions. Yeah, he may cede one of those all-important goal line touches to Melvin Gordon, but I think they you saw it last week, and we've been – calling for it for a long, long time. Uh, the kid, when he touches the ball 20 times, is going to be something special. So feed the beast. I will I will say this. Melvin Gordon hasn't disappointed. It's just that the sure. Denver has gone so 50-50 in how these guys have gotten the football that there was no way for either one to separate from the other. 
You just never, they never had enough opportunities. And it was like, if one guy got one more carry, guess what? The other guy got one more reception. It was so crazy on how those numbers broke out. Uh, Denver's got the Lions coming in. Gordon says he's going to play despite the dismay of, uh, of fantasy owners around sure. the league. So we'll have to see what that happens. The other thing with Joe Mixon, just something to watch. As, as we mentioned earlier, we're recording this late Thursday. Actually, it's early Friday morning um, in a lot of parts of the country. Joe Mixon did not practice Wednesday and Thursday because of an illness. Um, we expect him to go on Sunday. However, just something to watch. Uh, Joe Burrow limited in practice on Thursday, but just something to to keep tabs on as they uh, take on the 49ers. Go make Let, that uh, preemptive claim of Samaji Pirine. Yeah, if 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 well, it's a I mean, just more, you know, yeah. it, if nothing else, as a defensive move, because a lot of leagues still holding on to those long benches, which. I'm, I'm, I hate it in a couple of leagues because, I mean, there's, there's nothing on the wire. I'm like, am I going to get three carries and a, and a target out of this guy in the emergency situation given injuries? Uh, but nobody cares about my fantasy team, Dan, so let's uh-huh. go. Well, nobody cares about mine either. Otherwise, I would have complained about Antonio Gibson leading my team to a 3-8 and eight start to the fantasy season and now finally turning it on. All right, let's get to the top five <laughs> wide receivers. That will be for another day. The top five pass catchers that you've got in Week 14. Yeah, the air, Festivus airing of the grievances episode is a little <laughs> later in the, in the month. Uh, look, I talk about Rodgers going up against the Bears, Devontae Adams uh, as well. Look for him to have uh, a, a big day. Twelve and a half is the line in this one. And, and with all the talk resurrected about the comments from Rodgers earlier in the season uh, when they met at Soldier Field, I, I fully expect uh, them to just push the pedal as hard as they can and and try to rev it up. And Adams, even if he doesn't put up massive yardage totals, there'll be a couple of red zone opportunities for him here, uh, especially, as I mentioned before, with Randall Cobb being out. Cooper Cup, why? You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Uh, and you've got uh, Matthew Stafford, no matter what, he's going to get his double-digit targets and make the most of them. Going up against Arizona, this is Monday Night Football. This is uh, – for a lot of people, it's an anxietous game to watch uh, with Stafford, particularly the three games before the, quote, get right against the Jaguars. But we do know that Coop, uh, Cooper, now I'm calling him Coop, uh, Cooper Cup. <laughs> Not, well, you know, we, we've got a Coop that's on staff. So uh, every <laughs> once in a while, the brain merges it all together. Uh, but with Cooper Cup, we know we're getting our targets. Uh, Stephon Diggs against Tampa. Yeah, he left let you down by uh, dropping that would-be touchdown pass on Monday night. But Tampa secondary uh, will give up the goods on occasion. This one has the potential uh, for a shootout, Dan, as we look at a 54 total uh, placed by the books Mm. in Vegas. Uh, Tyreek Hill, one of those on-again, off-again love affairs that we have uh, against Las Vegas. Last time we saw him, 10 targets, 7 catches, 83 yards, and a score. Feast or famine, I think we're uh, we're munching uh, this week. And finally, scary Terry McLaurin going up against that Dallas secondary. There it is, your top five wide receivers of Week 14. Mike also hit the quarterbacks and running backs. Hopefully you are set with a lot of the names that Mike mentioned. There may be other names that you need to get in your lineups, but they may not be top five plays this week. But guys you want to play, Mike, they are your hot plays for Week 14. Well, I'll start at the quarterback position. I already mentioned Taylor Heineke against Dallas. Look, there there may be some... 
some negative plays mixed therein, and, and maybe their hot streak runs out. Maybe he finds the wrong end of Micah Parsons too many times in this one. And as you mentioned, getting healthy uh, on the defensive side uh, with Gregory coming back as well as Lawrence, that, that maybe this shores things up. But Dallas has been gettable in the secondary, uh, so that's what I'm looking at here. A, a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Taysom Hill, not that we're going to recommend him with great regularity. Uh, but I'm looking for him to run the football. One thing the Jets can't stop is, well, the run, be it a quarterback, be it the traditional running back. And look, with Hill, it's about yak, right? It's not going to look pretty. uh, But against the Jets, defense, pretty solid against the pass. But uh, if I can get 50 to 60 yards, I mean, that's – you know, 100 yards and a touchdown uh, in some leagues the way they score quarterbacks. So uh, opportunity knocks. Uh, our guy Cordero Patterson going up against Carolina. I'm not optimistic for the Falcons overall, uh, much like Bursch. But, look, he's, he's a beast, and the target count and touch count is going to be there. DJ Moore going up against the Atlanta Falcons on the other side of that matchup. Resurrected. I... I reticent to say hey he's back because remember we were ranking him in the top five early on dan oh yeah we had some big big games early yep so uh here's one kind of an outlier because atlanta i don't know what kind of effort i'm getting down to down uh sequence to sequence uh and then finally your guy tyler lockett look if i'm gonna bring in russell wilson i'm gonna bring in uh a, a little bit of love so for uh for lockett this week i've got him as a top end uh or wr2 Those are your hot plays for week 14. Now there's the other side of the coin. The guys you don't want to touch, you don't want to see. These are the guys that you don't want to play coming up on Sunday. They are your cold sores for the upcoming week. What do you got, Mike? Well, cautionary tale off the jump. You mentioned about his practice availability, Joe Burrow with the the finger and trying to grip the football. I mean, I, I got many uh, long descriptors. Uh, you were on air on Fox Sports Radio along George with George Reister while I was listening to the uh, local broadcast, our money, buddy Matt Money Smith, on it describing how swollen uh, Joe Burrow's hand had gotten uh, over the course of, of the game against the Chargers. So uh, a little little reticent to, to fire him back in, in the lineup. Curious to see how he'll be able to grip the football. But given bye weeks, injuries, and some of these strange bedfellows here for week 14, you may not have a choice. But if you do, uh, you may want to go the other way and take a long, hard look at your bench. Uh, that includes Derek Carr of your Raiders going up against Kansas City. Kansas City now a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, at home, the defense starting to hum a little bit, and Darren Waller still not available at practice. So you're trying to find other options. Obviously, Hunter Renfro remains front and center, uh, but for Carr, this is a middling to low end uh, second quarterback situation here. I know that's maybe a, a little low hanging fruit to to put on the cold source, uh, but we're going to take it here. Uh, Zeke against Washington, they actually got the whole Dallas backfield. I just don't know what to expect. Yeah. Right? Both with injuries. Um, you know, when you look at Zeke and the knee saying, hey, they're going to have to drag me off the field. Looks like he's dragging that leg oftentimes when he's running. Uh, and then Tony Pollard revealed that on his big breakout play in week 13, he's got the torn plantar fascia. 
And we saw that with, remember, with, with Taysom Hill, right? Really ginger, gingerly running for uh, the early part of the game. And then all of a sudden came out in the third quarter of that Thursday night affair galloping. It's like, all right, I want what he's having uh, in terms of feeling no pain uh, and the adrenaline rolling. But I don't know what that means for Tony Pollard in terms of a touch count. So he, he's no, no better than a flex. And even then, it's a you're going to be wringing your hands and hoping the whole time. Uh, Mike Evans going up against Buffalo. Maybe a jump ball situation or two uh, to where he finds some plays, but I think this is more a Godwin and the tight ends kind of game here. And then finally, because I've seen so much love for Odell Beckham Jr., I just have to have people pump the brakes. The target count is still pretty low. The effectiveness rate is... And I get it. Touchdowns are sexy. And they move the needle. So if you're in a touchdown-dependent league, then have at it. But I, I need more of a workload from him uh, and more consistency in terms of a catch count before I'm diving onto that train. Yeah, I had that big play against Green Bay and then last week, honestly. And I said it as George and I were doing the show. It seems like they just threw a Odell Beckham Jr. a touchdown pass so we could have a touchdown catch at home. It was one of those things for fans. Thanks for staying for this game, and thanks for coming in the first place. Here you got to see Odell Beckham Jr. catch a touchdown pass with the Rams. Get that it was, was under the, 30 bucks, Dan, on yeah, the secondary that was, market. That was the sense that, that I got with that matchup. And the other quick thing with the Joe Burrow situation – it it's it's crazy to think, but there it, there are a couple of generations now that are younger than us, Mike, that just think that the 49ers and Bengals is just a ho hum matchup. Yet it was the uh, the Super Bowl matchup not once but twice in the 1980s. Arguably, gave us one of the better Super Bowl games that we have ever had. Sure, and it is my first. Super Bowl memory. Like when you go back and you think of all the Super Bowls that occurred, my first Super Bowl memory, I don't remember Super Bowl 15 with the Raiders and Eagles playing in New Orleans. I don't remember anything about that. But I do remember when the Niners and Bengals, they played in Detroit. And I came back from Jody Emanuel's uh, birthday party at the indoor McDonald's in Wisconsin, in Wausau, Wisconsin, where they had the indoor playground. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, which were death traps of, of, <laughs> oh, absolutely. of, yeah, of jungle gyms and whatnot. But Niners, Bengals, Super Bowl 16, the first Super Bowl that I actually remember. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I like the fact that you got that McDonald's. Uh... <laughs> Old school McDonald's <laughs> reference in. I remember some, at- some kid cracked his head on Grimace and uh, <laughs> and went crying away. See, oh, and now man. you'd be suing and you'd own that from that local uh, franchisee. <laughs> oh, I love Grimace. At- Attack me. <laughs> oh, man. And Grimace, awesome. if people don't know, is the big purple guy. But there were like bars. It was basically like a jail, Mike. You know, like it, it, it was just bars around. Oh, man. What a, oh, what the a, memories. Yeah. <laughs> the great memories of the McDonald's playgrounds. That's a good search. You go online and you find the old McDonald's, uh, like, toys. There, there are pictures. Every- if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
everywhere. It's an easy Google search. Just just type in McDonald's Playgrounds, and I guarantee – I typed in Grimace. Kid you not, five images of this Grimace ride end up uh, uh, coming up. It's basically Grimace with, again, just bars around him like it's a jail. So that is going to uh, be one of the uh... – you know, I've got I've got plans to expand the uh, the Harmon uh, residence. Well, like right now, everything's kind of bunched up. But the the goal is eventually, I think, to get into the the classic memorabilia. And there's a couple of places to go uh, here in Southern California, but certainly national conventions and all uh, to get some some of those classic Happy Meal toys. Oh yeah, as well as yes. some of the uh, some of those toys from my youth. You know, the old. Uh, original Mego figures of these superheroes. And, and and if I can find them, I want to find whoever my mom donated to or sold them at a garage sale. I'm not sure. But there are plenty of Star Wars figures with the arms and heads glued back on. Because if you lost a lightsaber fight in the Harmon household, you lost a limb. <laughs> you lost your dome. So I want to go find them with the very crudely uh, glued back on heads and arms. <laughs> Oh, man. I'll tell you what. For those of you that don't know, McDonald's in the 80s kicked some ass. Oh, yeah. Like it, was, it, was, it was the place. And we didn't get a McDonald's in my hometown until like the early 90s. That's why I mentioned we had to drive to Wassa, which is the town south of Merrill, to go to the actual McDonald's where there was an indoor playland because we didn't have one in our town. But, man, the nuggets, the nuggets were good. The styrofoam containers that everything yeah. came in. Oh, man. McDonald's was the ish in the 80s. But I'm just thinking about it. It's like because we didn't go with any regularity. Like we didn't eat out. We didn't. We, You know, eating out was the, the occasional, you know, pizza from down the street. Mm-hmm. And then as we got a little bit older, you know, one of the things my my, my dad and my brothers, we, we would do on a, on a night where we all were available is we'd go to the racetrack. Now, obviously, I'm too young to wager, but you're reading yeah. the program and you're throwing names out, whatever. And then, you know. At the end of the night, we were at one of the all all you can you know burrito as big as your head twenty four hour joints, like that was going out to eat for us. And then you know, actually dating later in the high school years, you know, it was a big deal to go to an Olive Garden. Oh. I think about those days, Dan. Yeah, simpler times, buddy. Simpler oh times. man, the McDonald's orange drink. <laughs> all that was, that and that's was, what you called it. Yes, it was the orange drink. Orange drink. Man, that was some good, good stuff. Oh, yeah, McDonald's. If you lived in the 80s, you know how great McDonald's was. All right. And a large fry wasn't $3.99, Dan. No, that is true. That is true. You could get a chicken. You could get a McChicken for $2.29. Those were the uh, the (laughs) good old days. Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express. Craving inspiration for next year's beach trip? With Amex Platinum, it's never too soon to start thinking about your next vacation. With over 1,200 fine hotels and resorts properties to choose from and more perks to make your stay even better, the daydreaming never stops. Oh, where were we? Ah, travel perks. One of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum. Terms apply. Hey, singles. Do you feel like a tourist in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work, so you have all the fun. On your schedule. 
Visit places you didn't even know were places and get to know the fellow singles you didn't know you needed in your life. Fall in love with your hometown all over again by joining Events and Adventures. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today. That's eventsandadventures.com. This is the sound of your single life. This is the sound of your single life with Events and Adventures. This is the sound of your single life with Events and Adventures. Our members live a single life they love with exciting events every night. Events and Adventures provides an easy, relaxed environment to meet new people and find that someone special. Start enjoying the sounds of your new single life. Get started today at eventsandadventures.com. This episode is brought to you by Royal Caribbean, an award-winning global cruise line. A vacation is what you make it. So are you ready to make the most of it? A Royal Caribbean adventure is the perfect opportunity to not just take a vacation, but to take it for all it's worth. We know you're eager to get back out there. And with Royal Caribbean, you can make the most of the moment and rise to the vacation. This is not just a cruise. This is the biggest, boldest vacation on land or at sea. This is pushing the limits of what could be done at sea and on land, breaking records and earning honors along the way. With over 270-plus destinations from the Caribbean, Alaska to Europe, and the biggest ships in the world to take you there, each one of our cruises is packed full of onboard features you won't find anywhere else, like the tallest slide at sea and the tallest water slide in all North America, plus dining that takes your taste buds on a world tour, jaw-dropping entertainment, and award-winning service delivered by a crew that comes to us from over 140 countries. So just don't take a vacation. Rise to the vacation. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Visit royalcaribbean.com to learn more. Oh, man. All right. It's time for me to give you one reason to start a guy and give you one reason to bench a guy. I once again forgot that we have imaging, so I'm going to let the imaging guy do his work right now. Three, two, one. Give me one reason. Mike had Tyler Lockett as one of the hot plays. I'm going to give you a reason to play DK Metcalf. We've actually been down on DK lately, and the one reason is they're playing the Texans. So feel free to start DK Metcalf in Week 14, and I'm going to give you a reason to bench a guy. I'm staying at the wide receiver position, and it's a matchup we touched on a little bit earlier when complaining about the scheduling. I'm telling you to bench Hollywood Brown of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Marquise Brown has not had a catch over 22 yards since October. You're, if it's a PPR league, you've actually have been saved with some of his receptions, Mike. But in terms of the big plays, they haven't been there. Maybe it's defense is taking away. Maybe it's Lamar missing him at times. But the fact of the matter is Hollywood Brown has not had a play more than 22 yards since October. I think you're going to get another physical matchup that you saw just two weeks ago between these two teams. So I'm benching Hollywood Brown this week. Yeah, curiosity. I, I do a regular radio spot in Baltimore, and they're like, all right, we're all over it here. Nationally, you know, how, how are you looking at this squad? I'm like, I wish you had the squad that you came to camp with before they all started dropping like flies, right? And last week they had to make the decision to go for two partially because, well, we're, they were out of cornerbacks and things had gone to hell in, in, in the injury side of things. But, yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson, you know, throwing while backpedaling, on occasion, mm-hmm. like some of the base mechanics of, of things where you're just scratching your head going, okay, what are we doing here, right? Because there's no question, supreme athlete, but, you know, in that receiving core, 
like Hollywood Brown is being played in that system like he's a one. He's not a one. Yeah. Right. And Mark Mark Andrews is fantastic. Remember, he didn't really do much of anything to start the season, and then eventually caught fire. And yeah, they should have made that hookup. Either you can say, all right, really difficult catch, or say Lamar should have made a better pass. But you know, in many circles, it became of what was Harbaugh doing. It's like they called the right play. They just mm-hmm. didn't execute. It's like, what do you, what do you want? Uh, but, you know, the rest of that receiving core is suspect in terms of what you're going to get game to game. Bateman hasn't been right after the injury. Sammy Watkins is a jag, stealing the Mayock, just a guy term. And then at the running back position, we know how difficult it's been. Devontae Freeman's actually been better than you could have hoped for a guy that they signed yeah. off the street. But still, not, but still not a guy that you're, you're – putting a lot of energy into your game plan to stop. And I think that's where where you lose here is that there's not an overload where, you know, the second second read, third read or whatever the case may be where you got, you know, that much separation because you you don't have to double up and do everything you can to shut down any individual component. Those are your uh, reasons to start in bench again. Start DK Metcalf in bench Hollywood Brown. 3-point conversion time. In keeping with tradition, I did not ask Mike before the podcast who should go first. Do you want the floor, Mike, or do you want me yeah, to go? I'll take it. All right, go ahead. Do your thing. All right, first off, let's climb the hill. Let's do a little Taysom Hill action. I uh, had him on the list of the hot plays, and, and I do so while scratching my head going, I've talked about how bad the mechanics are and how badly it can go, but – Look, if you're going to run for 50 yards or so to give me a base, then I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, we've got the Island of Foster Moreau. There you go. Going deep reference with Darren Waller. Not expected to go. Uh, opportunity uh, for Moreau to take on a bigger deal. Because let's face it, Kansas City's starting to get a little bit of push with that defensive front. That means hot route city. And it's not like Derek Carr's winging the ball all over the place anyway. Uh, and then my third point was yelling about the schedule. But we'll, we, we discussed that ad nauseum uh, a, a bit earlier here. So I'm going to go back to the celebration of Javante Williams. Just the, the fact that when we're talking about draft stuff for 2022, Dan, uh, I'd be surprised if he's anywhere lower than fifth or sixth when we start breaking down players. Christian McCaffrey ain't. You won't fool me again. (laughs) My three-point conversion starts with running backs, and it's actually when I think you're going to get a bit of a two-headed monster coming up on Monday Night Football. The Rams last year, when they turned it on, they turned it on because of Cam Akers. Uh, It was also to not have the ball in the hands of Jared Goff, but – now Matthew Stafford is there. But I don't think that the Rams are tough. And I think that that is what Sean McVay is going to want his team to be. And that's tough. That's to be play playoff football, be physical. Daryl Henderson didn't play against the Jaguars. I expect him to play Monday night against the Arizona Cardinals. And I also, Mike, expect Sonny Michelle to actually have some play. I think you're going to see a bit of a different Rams team than the one that you have seen over the last few weeks and also maybe the one that, that, that got beat by the Cardinals uh, early on in the season, 37-20. to 20. So I like the Rams running the football. I still think Cooper Cup's going to get his. I don't think that there's any anything uh, about that. But I think that you're going to see the Rams try to run the ball against Arizona, play a more physical game 
the Chargers situation is odd because we just don't know who's going to pl- play or not. We don't think Keenan Allen's going to play because he tested positive for COVID. We don't know if Mike Williams is going to be able to play or not because of a close contact, but all of these things are up in the air. But Mike, no matter who plays, I think the Chargers are going to just try to put as many points on the board as they can. Austin Eckler's your number one uh, running back, and they're going to say, Jake Fromm, if you think you can outscore us, go ahead and do it. So I don't expect any fallback from from some of the Chargers. I think that the Chargers are going to try to strike early and often. And finally, this was something that Mike and I touched on last week, but it was in one of our episodes that ended up having to go uh, in the trash because the computer (laughs) crashed. But I think A.J. Dillon is a better option than Aaron Jones is right now for Green Bay. So when they take on the Bears on Sunday Night Football, I think you're going to see A.J. Dillon with the better night than you have with then Aaron Jones. Potential That's for that monster. Conversion. I agree What's with that? you, Dan. I agree yeah. with you fully. I think A.J. Dillon's a guy. And look, and I, I respect him because he's also a trading card uh, entrepreneur. So he's jumped into that business. Uh, and re- look, when, you, when you've got some rookie money, uh, to work with too, you you've got some competitive advantage when you want to win a card, uh, which leads us uh, little people uh, off to the wayside. But uh, running with authority and behind that offensive line, look getting healthier on defense. Talk of Jair Alexander uh, and all of that. Bakhtiari being back. I mean, it's it's good things. Uh, and you got the sledgehammer. So Aaron Jones, you, you, not that you want to do my mom save him for good, but I think you could you could slow down the touches for a couple of weeks. And then figure it out as you get towards the playoffs. I like that. Chargers, uh, Joshua Palmer, rookie out of Tennessee, uh, is perhaps an option for you here uh, as we have to go deep, deep down the Mm -hmm. uh, receiver list, Dan, uh, this week. And and maybe you see more of the tight ends play a bigger bigger role. And for the Rams, you you have it exactly right. It's about the identity. That's, That's what you used to be. Run the pl- run the ball, and I know it was Jared Goff, but run the ball, get your play action established, and then you can start working down the field. So I, I would think, you know, that bye week, that may be a little soul-searching uh, for, for the uh, coaching staff, recognizing that the genius tag in this league is fleeting. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Maybe Sean McVay can reclaim some of that on Monday night. We'll find out in our next podcast. Until then, if you want to reach out to Mike, get him on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. And if you have any defense questions, you can always get our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger. We hope your week 14 is great. We hope you're getting ready for the playoffs and for a great stretch run. And if not, enjoy the fantasy leagues, and we will be here for you then. For Mike Carmen, I'm Dan Byer. This is Ben. I want your flex. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through. And now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! <laughs> 
get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival, choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, import expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.